Well, guys, I knew this day would come. It finally happened. TikTok banned my original TikTok account. I know a lot of you guys followed me from TikTok. So if you haven't seen a TikTok from me in quite a while, that's why. You can now follow me on my new TikTok account, at ComeOnManPod. That's all one word, at ComeOnManPod. Please follow me. Help me rebuild. I was at almost 30,000 followers when they kicked me off their platform. So come on, follow me back. I certainly appreciate it. Thank you. What's up, everybody? You are listening to Come On, Man a 3% man podcast. I'm your host, Paul Bauer, and I am on the road to being a 3% man just like you. If you're new to the show, this is a podcast for fellow students of Corey Wayne's book, How to Be a 3% Man, and for men who just want to be better in general. We talk about dating, gaining wealth, being happy, and using the law of attraction to get everything we want in life. Thank you for coming back for another exciting week of the Come On Man podcast. This week on the show, we have a young man. Uh, he has a pretty decent following on TikTok. He has about 17.5 thousand followers. He is, I don't know, he talks about all sorts of things. He's, uh, he's motivating. Uh, he can be entertaining. Sometimes he just asks questions, you know, based on things that he's thinking about while walking around on the farm. Uh, he talks about red pill stuff. Did I, did I mention that already? Uh, he talks you know, he's, he's out in the dating circuit. Sometimes he doesn't understand, you know, why women are flaking and stuff like that. And (laughs) anyway, his videos are really compelling. And so I wanted to get him on the podcast and his name is Jay Rudd. You might already be following him. I mean, if you follow me on TikTok and you've been following me, even with my old account before I got banned, uh, I was following Jay Rudd and, you know, we would do at each other's stuff. So you've probably seen him anyway. He's got a pretty interesting story. He's a he's an interesting cat, and I'm going to bring you that conversation right after this. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You'll never believe what Duke Cannon did. In fact, I thought if I told you guys about it, you might revoke my man card. But then it hit me. This could be awesome for all of us. Duke Cannon has released a new basic ass pumpkin spice latte scented bar of soap. Now hear me out here. This thing is guaranteed to bring all the basic white girls to the yard. Hell, they may even show up wearing nothing but their Ugg boots. To get yours, visit duke.comeonmanpod.com or click the link in the show notes and you'll get free shipping. Using this link tells them I sent you, so you help me out, and you get free shipping in return. So it's win-win. That's duke.comeonmanpod.com, or use the link in the show notes. It's pumpkin spice season, so use it to your advantage, men. All right, this week on the show, we have a young man that brings it to us straight. He's motivating, educating, and damn right entertaining. It's my man, 
Jay Rudd. Is it Jay Rudd or is it Jay Rude? It's Jay Rudd. Jay Rudd. I thought so. You Jay know, Rudd, yeah. fucking spider guys yeah. always calling you Jay Rude. And I'm like, am I fucking? <laughs> am I the one? <laughs> Jay Rudd. I thought so. Sometimes okay. I want to. <laughs> Sometimes I want to correct him. I'm just like, nah, nah, man. Just let it go. Dude, he'll, he'll shoot you in the face with his web slingers, man. You you don't want to mess with that. So <laughs> guy, that guy's on a different level, though, man. He's a, he's an interesting guy. Uh, and, you know, I, I had him on the podcast, so his uh, his episode will drop a week before this one. Um, he tells his whole backstory, you know, uh, right. how his his upbringing, his dad, his dad sounds like a cool motherfucker, dude. Like, yeah, it, you, you should definitely, definitely check out that episode. So I wanted to get you on because uh, obviously we know each other from TikTok. And right at the time of this recording, you have uh, a little over 17,000 followers. Um, is this still your first account, man? <laughs> <laughs> on TikTok? Yeah. Yeah, it's my first account. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's my it's my very first account. I, I I have a second one, but definitely strictly for music because I'm into music. I play the drums, but you know my main account. Yeah, that's yeah, it's my uh, main account. Okay, yeah. I mean, the reason why I ask, obviously, you know, you know, we're all in a group chat with Chuck Daddy yeah. and Spider Guy, and the three of us have all been banned at at you know. Yeah. So I I wanted to ask I, you, uh, what was that? I feel like it's coming. I feel like it's coming. I feel like my band is coming, but then but TikTok's like, yeah, you know, he's not big enough yet. Let's just shadow ban him. Let's, let's, let's just shadow ban him and let's just keep his views to him. I'm like, all right, man. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know how you guys got banned, though, man. It's crazy. And you guys ain't even saying anything bad. Well, you let's all be honest anything. here. Chuck does. <laughs> Chuck says some but, polarizing shit, you know. <laughs> Hey, hey, so some, sometimes I mean, so sometimes I got a side eye Chuck. You know, I'm not sure this is gonna age well, Chuck. But hey, <laughs> I appreciate his honesty, though. You know, I really do. Yeah. Uh, well, so, I did. I did want to ask. Like, do you get flagged? Do you get flagged for anything? Um. Sometimes, sometimes my videos do get taken down. Sometimes I get uh for bullying and harassment, whatever the heck that means. Okay. Right? Um. But nothing, nothing too bad. They haven't banned my account. But you know, sometimes my videos do get flagged and they get taken down. I'm not even saying anything bad. I'm just like, what is the definition of bullying and harassment from TikTok's point of view? Yeah. Because a lot of them, a lot, a lot, a lot of women, especially in public, sometimes in public, women who see my TikToks, they call me misogynistic. And I ask them, I'm like, Miss, do you know how to spell misogynistic? And do you even know what it means? And some of them, you hear cricket. They don't even know what it means. I'm like, don't call me. <laughs> right. Don't if you do not know what it means. But no, nah, man, I haven't. I haven't been banned, but a lot of my videos have been flagged. That's I think I mean, that really is what the key indicator is of whether you're going to get mm-hmm. banned or not, is if you're consistently getting stuff taken down. And I was uh, on my previous account. Um, I was always getting flagged for bullying and harassment. I had some videos taken down for nudity, mm. sex and nudity. Um, and I, I, mean, I obviously I'm not putting anything, any naked pictures up. Um, right. There were some, I, I did this thing where I, I made this song uh, and it was based on uh, Charlie and the chocolate factory, you know, the mm. come with me and you'll be in a yeah, world yeah, of yeah. whatever. And I thought it would be funny because there was someone that, that did a, a spoof on that about in a world of OSHA violations. 
And so I, I did a, I did a song on, uh, in a world of women seeking validation. Right. <laughs> and so then I would take all the, I'd take all these like booty shaking videos and I'd cut them all together and I'd put it to that song. And I got those videos mm. taken down for either bullying and harassment or, uh, or sex and nudity. And it just happened so much, you know, and then I had videos taken down where, where the whole super straight, you know, the whole super straight fiasco. Yeah. Um, and I put out a couple of super straight videos, like more as a joke, you know, cause I mean the whole idea, right. I mean, the idea of being super straight came out as a joke to sort of make fun of the notion that uh, if we're not sexually attracted to transgender people, somehow we're transphobic. Right. So it's like, you know, the whole thing, that's ridiculous in itself. I thought it was dumb, man. Yeah, when I first when I when I first saw that video, I started cracking up, man. I was like, damn. <laughs> and then I said, man, I said, this kid's on to something. Because to me, it's just all about preference, right? That's what he's into. He's not into transgender, right? Sure. He's not into trans women. You know what I mean? So, you know, I'm not into trans women either. Yeah, me neither. So he just so he just said, Yeah, you know what I mean? So he said super straight, and I was like, hey. Nah, that's all right, man. It's all about preference, man. But nowadays, people use the word phobia and phobic to, I don't know, to shame. You know what I mean? They use it yeah. as a shaming tactic. And, it, and it's just like, what in the world? And, and they use it and they use those shaming tactics to stop conversation, right? Oh, you're transphobic or you're homophobic. I'm just like, wait a minute, man. That's just a preference, man. You know, I'm not into I'm not into trans women. It's just my preference. You know, you can't be, you know, anytime a woman's not interested in me, I'm not going to call them J. Rudd phobic. It makes absolutely no sense. Like, yeah, what's J. Rudd phobic? That means discrimination against yours truly. J. Rudd phobic. Right. You know right, I mean? right. So that's just it, it, it's just it's just crazy, man. Yeah. And in the way I look at it, it's like, you know what, if you're into trans gender people like fucking whatever. I don't give a shit. Like it's none of my business. My audience isn't, I'm not talking to that audience. You know, my audience is Mm -hmm. heterosexual men that are looking to be better with heterosexual women. You know, like that's, Mm -hmm. (laughs) if that's not your, if that's not your, uh, your niche, then fucking swipe on man. Cause you know, I don't know. Absolutely, man. That's what I'm all about, man. Whatever you guys are into, that's whatever you guys are into. I'm not, I'm not gonna judge you, man. However, don't push this agenda. <laughs> don't 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 try to push this agenda. Make, you know, making this. Don't try to force us to like you, though, man. That's not what it's all about. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. Anyway, like so, this time around on my new TikTok account, because uh, I I was I was explaining to both uh, Chuck because Chuck was on the podcast as well. Um, I, was, I was explaining to both him and Black Spider Guy that like I can't afford to be banned again because I, right. I use TikTok to promote the podcast. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of topics like, you know, super straight that I, you know, I, I think it's funny. Uh, I'm just going to stay away from, I'm just going to stay away from all LGBT stuff. Cause that, that was another thing right. too, is uh, there was, I think what really was the catalyst of me getting banned was um, somebody, some, gal was saying let's normalize men painting their fingernails and let's normalize men wearing dresses and stuff and i just did it i stitched it and i said how about we fucking don't you know because i feel like because <laughs> i feel like as a society you know we're we are sort of uh promoting the feminization of men too much 
and we're losing right. ma- masculinity right. and, and it's hurting society. So me putting that out there, just, Oh my God, just triggered, you know, all the wrong people. And I think that was the catalyst that got me banned. So I'm just going to stay away from those types of topics from now on. I've really tried to tone down yeah. my, my new account. <laughs> I think, I, I think I stitched that. I think I stitched that video too. Uh-huh. I believe it's still up there. Is yeah. it? She said, let's okay. normal. Yeah, 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 yeah. She said, let's normalize uh, men painting their fingernails and wearing dresses. I was like, yo, it's already happening. So, okay, see, so maybe, so maybe it's it the way you worded it, but me going, how about we fucking don't? Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> triggered so many people, man. It triggered so many people. Um, Crazy. So, y- you also have a podcast. What what came first, TikTok or your podcast? Uh, my podcast. My podcast came first. And then TikTok came a little afterwards. Okay. And in your podcast for anyone that wants to listen, and I'll post a link to it in the show notes is uh, Jay Red's World. It's available on on all major podcast platforms. It's also, you host on Anchor too, right? Yes. Yeah. Fucking love Anchor. Um, How long have you had the podcast? Um, Probably in 2019. So two years. Yeah. For two years. Okay. Longer than yeah, me. yeah. So that's like before. That's like, but I mean, yeah, that's like before. Um, you know, the pandemic or what have you. Ever since the pandemic hit, everybody has a podcast. Everybody and their mama has a podcast now, and it's just like, <laughs> you know, there's always been. But, there's al- there's actually always yeah. been a shitload of podcasts because I I've always been. Uh, I love podcasts. I love and I love long <laughs> format podcasts because I like listening to them in the gym when I'm driving. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and a lot of people don't realize that they think. They, they think of internet content sort of like TikTok or YouTube where people's attention spans are short and they want short mm-hmm. form content. And that's true for a lot of things, but podcasts, I mean, p- there's people that commute, you know, an hour and they like listening to talk shows and stuff. And uh, so there's tons of podcasts out there. I, I like to listen to wrestling podcasts because I'm a fucking wrestling nerd, but um, yeah, yeah. so you know, I, I went scrolling through your, your, uh, your podcast. You talk about, a bunch of different stuff. You talk about current events. You talk about dating. Uh, you talk about like red pill stuff a little bit, like like you do in your TikToks. Yeah, yeah. So, so let me ask you this: Why should someone subscribe mm-hmm. to your podcast? I want you to pitch it to me. Man, shoot! <laughs> I keep one hundred percent real, man. I tell you guys exactly what you need to know instead of what you want to hear. You know what I mean? I'm not one of those people that sugarcoat shit, man. I'll tell you exactly what you need to know instead of what you want to hear. Um, right now, we live in a world to where, uh, like Kevin, like Kevin Samuel said on a Black TV interview, you know who Black, you know who Black TV is, right? Mm. He said, uh, no, but you know, you know who Black, who, uh, who Black is? No, I, I know who Kevin Samuel is, but okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, look, look him up on YouTube. He's like, uh, you rarely see him on camera, but you know, he's just like a voice, like disembodied voice in interviews, like rappers and stuff like that. But he recently had Kevin Samuels on. And Kevin Samuels said, you know, uh, we're doing this PC hooky kabuki dance, right? <laughs> where people are just sugarcoating shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Not only the women, but you know, the us men too. And so that's basically what it is, man. I'm not with the PC hooky kabuki bullshit, man. I'm going to give it to you, the real man, whether it's dating, whether it's celebrities. Everyday life. So. Got it. Okay, sold. I'm, I, I subscribed today, actually. Yes, so, sir. <laughs> <laughs> um, so going back to you know, to Chuck Daddy and Spider Guy, 
because like I said, we're, we're all in like a group text now. Um, how'd you get in contact with those guys? How'd I get, man, I don't know how I got in contact with uh, Black Spider-Man, but I, Chuck Daddy, he's just been on my For You page. Like ever since whenever I just like started on TikTok, I kept on seeing this dude on my For You page. I'm like, who is this dude? <laughs> uh, so that's how I got in contact with, I think I duetted some of his videos. I duetted some of his videos and he's do and he's like sits and duetted some of mine. And then uh, you know, we got to talking on, you know, we exchanged numbers or what have you. And then, you know, that's how we, you know, that's how we got in contact with each other. And uh Black Spider Man, uh how did we I, I just I just saw him on TikTok. I, I just saw him on TikTok. No, Truck Daddy actually uh he didn't introduce me, but I've seen him do uh some of uh, Black Spider-Man stuff too. So that's how I introduced the Black Spider-Man. And then I started looking through his. I was like, this dude, he's just a guy in a mask and a Black Spider-Man mask. He sounds a little bit like Deadpool. Haven't you noticed that? He sounds a little bit like yeah, yeah, Deadpool, yeah. like yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Right. <laughs> and, that, and I was like, dang, man. And then I started duetting some of his stuff. And then, you know, he's just been reacting to some of my stuff. And then um, that's just how it all got started and then you know i got introduced to you and i forgot how i made you <laughs> i forget it was all on tiktok i think it, i think uh I, it's really chuck daddy i think that's the glue that holds yeah. this group together because uh i got I, I it was really chuck that i think reached he reached out to me when he got banned um and mm-hmm. i think i think he was already following me on his original account and his original account he tells the story on the podcast, but uh, his original account blew up because he did, mm-hmm. he did his video. I don't know if you've seen it. You've probably seen it, but it's the one where he does the top down and he says, if a woman takes a picture <laughs> like this, she's a big fat fuck. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, well, it's true too. It is so true. But uh, apparently when it's true, <laughs> it, it, Hey, so if you guys are watching me right now, listen to me right now. If you're on a dating app and a woman is taking a picture like this, okay, she's overweight. <laughs> Point blank period. She's overweight, right? Just yeah. doing this? Yeah. She's overweight. I call All it right? trick photography. He's, I, I, exactly. <laughs> exactly. He, he wasn't he wasn't lying. He was telling he was telling the truth. But that dude, he was like, what at a hundred he was like at a hundred and fifty something K followers, right? On TikTok. Uh, I, I, I know I I, 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 I think I think he was only at like 30,000 or something, but the reason why he blew up the first time was because Rosie O'Donnell, Mm -hmm. Rosie O'Donnell stitched that video. And, you know, she has millions of followers and she just sent all those followers to check. (laughs) Isn't that hilarious? I thought that was hilarious. Um, Rosie O'Donnell, man. Right. Shoot. I mean, I, uh, I, I stitched, uh, I stitched a video with Steve Harvey and, you know, he didn't, he, he didn't give me jack shit. He didn't send all his, his followers over to me. I don't know what that. I'm like, come on now, Steve. No, no, no. Steve needs to stitch one of your videos. That's that's how that works. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean. So anyway, um, so Mike. So speaking of Chuck, my uh, my girlfriend was. Uh, I was getting ready for this this podcast, and she's like, "Well, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll go look at." at, at J Rudd's uh, TikTok, and I'll come up with some questions for you. I was like, yeah, knock yourself out, whatever. So she came, she says she wants to know what your take is on Chuck's polymono lifestyle stuff. 
Um, shoot, I think it's awesome. I think it's awesome. You're right, and we've seen him in the we've seen him in the group text or whatever. You know, he's been posting like videos and like pictures. I'm like, dang, man, you you see me and Black Spider Man, we're just like, what? Like I like we're we're having we're having problems with just getting women to meet up with us on dates. But you know, I mean, it's I mean, I think it's awesome, man. I think it's awesome. Uh, the Bible does say be fruitful and multiply. <laughs> <laughs> It does say that my, my personal take on it is uh, cause I always talk about, I talk about uh, I'm very much like anti-cheating, you know, but I'm always, I'm, you know, I, I'm also all about when you're dating, mm-hmm. date multiple women until you find the right woman mm-hmm. for you. And then it, right. it be, I'm more of a, like be right. exclusive. And then if you decide to be exclusive with somebody, I'm very much against cheating, but like I talked with Chuck about it and I don't think mm-hmm. I don't look at what he does as cheating. Like he calls all these women, his side chicks right. and stuff like that. But the thing is his wife is yeah. cool with it. And so that's just mm-hmm. like, that's just their preference again, going back to preferences. So right. that's my take on it. Like, you know, uh, yeah. there's another guy that, that uh, follows me and he follows Chuck and dude's got a wife and like four girlfriends and they all live in the same house with this guy. And and he's always posting his like his stitches and stuff with my stuff and i'm just like and i just all i can say is man you're a pimp you know like <laughs> i yeah man i wouldn't choose you to gotta have that a lifestyle, gift but... you gotta have some sort of gift yeah, man. <laughs> <For sure. laughs> um speaking of my girlfriend and... uh, i was gonna say speaking of my girlfriend she's she said that you did a video on pocket watchers uh first of all what's a pocket watch yes um, a pocket watcher is someone, you know, a man or a woman that is always worried about uh, how much money one is making, right? So, for example, right now on YouTube, there's a whole lot of content creators, especially men, talking about another man's money, talking about how much, uh, how much money another man is making. Say, so, you know, if you're on a, you know, if you're on live on YouTube and you got super chats, you know, say so that's like me going into your live and counting how many men how many people sent you a super chat and like adding all that up and be like, man, Paul made this amount of money on a, on a, on YouTube live and super chats. And it's just like, why are you concerned about yeah, one's money? That's basically what a pocket watcher is. Man. Okay. Exactly. You know what I mean? So that's exactly what a pocket watcher is. Okay. So then she, she wanted to know who you think are big at bigger pocket watchers, men or women. <laughs> oh, I haven't thought about that. Who are bigger pockets like this, man? <laughs> From what I've been observing, what I've been observing, men. Okay. All men. right. And that's men strictly based on that's strictly based on YouTube videos of guys trying to analyze yeah. how much someone else is making. Exactly. What I've been observing. That's just from my experience. I know people are gonna have their own opinions, but you know. <laughs> From what I've been observing on YouTube, a lot of men talking about man, this motherfucker made like like ten thousand dollars, man. The super oh, dang man. Uh-huh. Um, you know, some women might some women might do it too, but you know, I don't really hear a lot of women talking about exactly how much a how much a man makes. You know, unless if they're talking about how much they want a man to make. But as far as pocket watching, I don't hear a lot of women talking about. Man, did you see how much money that guy? <laughs> I don't hear a lot of women. Okay. Um, all right. So you wanted to talk about dating in 2021. Um, are you dating right now? 
Are you out I on am the dating, dating circuit? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm out on the dating circuit, you know, and I'm 24 years old, you know, I want to have fun. I'm not ready to you know, settle down and, you know, have a serious girlfriend. Um, yeah, man, it's, uh, if you know what you're doing, it can be easy. But then again, you know, you run into like, you run into a lot of women who are exactly the ones that you see on TikTok, right? They, uh, um, how do I word this properly? There's, um, no filter. there's, no, there, there, there's no filtering on the, on the podcast, man. You can say whatever okay. you want. Uh, right. Fantastic. <laughs> they have high expectations. They're very delusional. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, um, it, it, you know, it's just crazy, man. It's just crazy. It's like, uh, for a while, to me, it seemed as if, like, you had to have a lot of money in order to date a woman. But, uh, however, you know, that's not true. But, you know, that just depends on, you know, the women that you interact with, you know. Um, and I believe I put, a, I put a question up there on TikTok. I said, why do I, as a man, have to... <laughs> I said, why do I, as a man have to have a lot of money in order to date a woman in America. And I knew the answer to that already. You know, the answer was, that's not true. You know what I mean? It's not, you know, it's not true. The personality. Yeah. Yeah. But I just want to see. Sometimes I ask questions on TikTok just to see where I can see where everybody's heads are at. Yeah. And a lot of men are just like, man, man, it sucks. And I'm just, man, you guys' heads are not in the right place. Yeah. And yeah, man, it's, just, <laughs> it's just crazy. It's just crazy. But here's, a, but here's something that I got to tell you guys, man. My fellas, if you're watching this right now, like I told you, you don't have to be rich. You don't have to have a lot of money in order to date a woman in America. What you guys need to do is you guys need to lead with your personality, not your wallet, right? If you lead with your wallet, that's all she's going to see you as, man. You lead with money. That's how That's how you, a lot of guys are getting up on social media platforms talking about, man, these bitches ain't nothing but gold diggers, man. They want to take my money because you led with money. That's exactly what it is, man. And a lot of guys make the mistake of showing the woman uh, their money, like, straight up. You know, say, like, you're on a date or what have you, and uh, you lead with, hey, you know, I have a nice car. You know what I mean? Don't tell her that you got a nice car, man. Let her find out after the date. If she asks where you park, you take it to where you park. If she finds it, you know, maybe you have a Lambo or, like, a Camaro. But me, I, I, I drive a 2014 Ford Fiesta, so, you know, they're not dropping their dollars at my 2014 Ford Fiesta. But, you know, I'm not going in the leaning with, yeah, you know, I drive this car, right? Uh, say, if you have a crib, if you have a nice crib, a nice house, don't leave with that. You let her find out, right? After the date, if you feel as if, like, um, the vibe between you was going good, you know, ask her to come back to your place, right? You don't say, yeah, I got a nice place. I got a nice crib. Ask her to come back to your place. You just surprise her. All right. That's that's where the confusion is coming in, man. A lot of men, um, they leave with their money. They don't leave with their personality. So you have to have some type of you, yeah, you have, you have to have something about you. There has to be more to you than just money. Right. And uh, I think I believe it was last week where uh, Drake. I don't know if you saw, but Drake basically rented out Dodger Stadium just to take this girl on the date. I don't know if you saw that. He basically Wait. bought out like Dodger Stadium. Yeah. You mean, uh, yeah, he like Doc, yeah, Dr. Dr. Drake, Dow, yeah, Dodger Stadium, yeah, no, 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 Drake, no, the, the oh, Drake, the, uh, oh, Drake, yeah, okay, yeah, the, uh, the rapper or whatever, yeah, yeah, Drake, Drake, he rented out yeah. Dodger Stadium the, uh, for one woman, yeah. yeah, yeah, for one woman just to take this woman out on a date, and then I found out later that she's a single mother, and I'm just like, man, come on now, man, but man, again, because <laughs> that's 
that that's like a perfect example of somebody that leaves with money. Of course, you know, it's Drake. And I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, what message is that going to send to, you know, the, the next generation of men growing up, right? Guys who are like my age and younger than me. They're going to look at Drake and they're going to say, man, shoot, I have to be rich and famous. I have to make all this money just for a woman to like me. That ain't true. He's Drake. He's rich. He can do whatever it is that he wants to do. Yeah. Right? All you guys got to just have a personality, man. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's nice to have money, right? It's, it's nice to have money, right? If you guys want nice things, you have to have money. However, I mean, if a woman does not generally like you for you, then you're basically screwed, man. You can't negotiate genuine desire. Shout out to Robo Tomasi. You can't negotiate genuine desire. You can't buy love. You can't buy affection. So just always keep that in mind, fellas. Stop trying to buy love. That's how you guys are ending up with these gold diggers and stuff like that. You guys should be trying to buy a woman's love and affection. And that's just yeah. what it is out there. A hundred percent. I uh and I, I talk about it in the TikToks a lot. I talk about it on the podcast a lot, but you like in first dates really need to be low investment. And that's exactly why, mm-hmm. because if you go leading right. in with money, you're setting the bar high. Now she expects, mm-hmm. you know, right. hundred, five hundred, $600 plates, you know, at fancy restaurants, she expects mm-hmm. you to take her on fancy trips and shit. And mm-hmm. y- you can only go up from there. Whereas if you start low right. drinks only, you know, and then work up to that stuff. I mean, you have a lot of leeway to get to mm-hmm. fancier dates and stuff like that, you know, exactly. and by, and by then, she, oh, yeah, you can finish. yeah, 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 you, you can finish. finish. I was going to say by then, you know, she's head over heels for you and she likes you for you and not for your mm-hmm. money. And you're less likely to be dating gold diggers that way. Exactly. Yeah. And um, what I'm noticing is that a lot of guys, what they want to do is that they want to start up here. They want to take these girls on like these fancy, expensive dates. And then, you know, and they're still ain't getting sex, right? They ain't getting no box. And then all of a sudden, you know, they get tired of that. And then all of a sudden they want to switch, right? They, they, they want to switch. You can't do that. How you start is how you finish, especially with women, right? So, you know, kind of like, you know, kind of like the friend zone in a way. I mean, to me, I mean... How you start is how you finish with the woman. A lot of guys, what they want to do is that, like, you know, they want to start out being this girl's friend. And, they, they, you know, they, they get put in the friend zone. And then all of a sudden, they want to switch. You know, once they get tired of, you know, giving this woman all their free validation and attention or what have you, you know, they want to switch. You know, you can't switch. You can't go from up here to down here. Because then she's going to be like, what's this guy doing, right? I've been there. I, I know from experience. Right? I used to take these women on expensive dates, too. And then, you know, I wasn't getting no sex. And I was like, you know what? I'm tired of this shit. So, you know, I started going, so, you know, I, I tried to switch. And then these girls are just like, man, man, what's this guy doing? You know, he used to take me on an expensive date. And now what? He, he wants to go to Starbucks? Starbucks? Nah, nigga. I want filet mignon. I want steak. I want lobster. What the heck you doing? Right. You know, so how you start is how you finish. Yeah. 100%. I like I like that. Uh, how you start is how you finish. You know, Corey Wayne and uh, How to Be a 3% Man talks about you have to do what you've always done from the beginning. So it's, I like how you mm-hmm. say it though. It's, it's a much more simpler, how you start is how you finish. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, so where I, do you- I try, I try to simplify things. What's that? I try to simplify things. A lot, a lot of people, I try to simplify things. I try to make things simple in my terms that people can understand because, you know, a lot, especially like, like the dating world or what have you, a lot of people, you know, they complicate things, right? They have like all these terms and stuff like that. It's just like, you know, Man, just like 
she either likes you or she doesn't. <laughs> that, that's just that's just what it is. If she either she either likes you or she doesn't. How you start is how you finish. If you leave with money, you're gonna get a gold digger. Not right. If you leave with your personality, you're probably gonna get a woman that likes you for you. So that's just what it is, man. It's as simple as that. Smart. I like that. Um, so where are you meeting women these days? Are you on dating apps? Are you meeting them out in person? Like cold approaching? Um, yeah, a little bit of both. You know, sometimes I'm on dating apps, but, you know, some of these, you know, these dating apps are, you know, some of them are complete trash. Um, I do meet them out in public, right? That's just what it is. A lot of people are against cold approaching or what have you. Because um, uh, I, I, I know a lot of people are just, uh, you know, against cold approaching. But for me, man, I'm just out and about. If you guys want to meet people, you guys got to leave your house. <laughs> get off them damn dating apps, leave your house. So that's just what it is, man. I just might just go outside. Leave me Got it. Okay. So what, uh, what obstacles have you seen while, while dating in 2021? Obstacles? Yeah. Do you have any obstacles? Just describe, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, describe, describe obstacles, like difficult, like, you know, like difficulties or. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, what, like, do you find it difficult to meet women for any particular reason? Um, do you feel like um, women put up too much resistance? Do you think women uh, aren't, you know, they don't want to meet up? I don't know. Like, I, maybe not obstacles, maybe challenges. Challenges, man. Um, of course, you know, a lot of women, they like, they flake last minute, right? Sure. Uh, a lot of women are flaky, you know, women flake for numerous reasons. I can go on about the reasons why they flake, but they flake for numerous reasons. Um, what other, um, a lot of them lie. A lot of them say that they're single, but they got boyfriends and husbands. <laughs> There's some of um, Man, um, man, uh, shoot. Yeah, man, um, a lot of them, a lot of them are kind of, a lot of them are cold. A lot of them are cold, you know, you approach them and, you know, they kind of give you that look. It's like, why are you talking to me? You know, so it's just, you know, a few, you know, it's a few challenges, man. So, you know, nothing, nothing too major. But um, as far as like beating, as far as like beating them, you know, walking up, saying hi, starting a conversation. I mean, sometimes it goes, you know, so. So, uh, every once in a while I'll talk about, uh, I, I don't like, I don't like the term cold approach. I like warm approach because if you're paying attention to a woman's, uh, signs of interest, you know, like if she's making eye contact and she smiles at you, you know, stuff like that, then it's, it's not cold. Mm -hmm. You know, you're, you know, that there's, right. there's signs of interest there and it's, it's she's probably going to be receptive if you talk to her. Um, I talk about that kind of stuff on TikTok a lot, you know, like, don't be afraid to go up and talk to women. You know, they're not the devil. Right. And man, right. I'll, I will get a flood of these MGTOW incels that just are like, oh, that's how you get, you know, arrested for harassment. And so, like, no, dude, no, stop. Like, so I want to ask, <laughs> have you ever experienced like such a bad reaction from a woman that like you can't get over it and, and you can't ever ask a woman out again? Because I've never experienced that. No, I've never, <laughs> I've, I've, I've never experienced nothing like that. I've never, I've never 
had an experience to where a woman makes me want to isolate myself from the rest of society and give up on life and turn MegTown <laughs> and teach other men not to get married. <laughs> I never had that experience before. It's crazy, man. <clears throat> yeah, um, so you've heard of uh, choosing signals, right? These choosing signals people be talking about. I think, you know, it's kind of like, you know, if a woman is giving you, like, signs of interest or what happens. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, he, he, you know, yeah, you know, the dating world, you know, they got, like, these weird terms or what have you, choosing signals. So, yeah, man, of course, if you guys see a woman out in public and, you know, she's, you know, she's looking at you a certain way or, you know, she's, you know, giving you a sign to go over there and talk to you, by all means, man, you go you go over there and you, uh, you go over there and you talk to her, man. But, uh, you know. If I see a woman that I like and I find her pretty attractive, and if I want to get to know her, yeah, I'm a, oh, I'm a start a conversation. Um, I'm very, I'm a very visual person. Sometimes, man, it's <laughs> easy. I use this all the time. Say, you know, if a woman is like wearing a shirt, right, like a cool shirt, say, um, an ACDC shirt. I love ACDC, right? I go up and be like, hey, that's a cool shirt. I love ACDC. What's your favorite song, right? And then you know, you get into a conversation. Oh, you know. Um, Guns for Hire, then, you know, you can start to get a little conversation going about, you know, ACDC, different types of music that you like. And then, uh, you know, if you feel that the vibe is going good, say, hey, I'd love to take you out for coffee sometime, man. Put your number on my phone. You know, that's just about it. So, but never have I ever had an experience to where a woman <laughs> be just like, is that some, bad? I don't know. Mechtile, you guys crack me up. Some, some you, those- you Mechtile guys crack me up. Some of those guys in my comment section act like women are out there just with mace at the ready and their fucking rape whistles, just waiting for someone to come up. And so they can go, no, eh. I've never experienced that. Most women are pretty receptive. If they aren't interested, they'll give you some bullshit excuse. You know, I've got a boyfriend already or, you know, I'm busy or something. And no big deal. I'll get back to you later. I'll get back to you maybe. <laughs> right. And you just got to look at that kind of shit like, well, that's her loss, man. Whatever. You know, like, who cares? Next chick. There's another bus every 15 minutes. Got to wipe your hands clean and move (laughs) on, man. There's more fish in the sea. It's not the end of the world if a woman rejects you guys. I want want you guys to get that through your head. It's not the end of the world if a woman rejects you. All right. There's more fish in the sea. You guys just got to keep on moving. That's just what it is. Yeah, 100%. So uh, let me ask you, uh, last year in uh, 2020, during all the COVID lockdowns and stuff like that, did you go out dating at all then? Or did you stay quarantined? Like, were you very adamant about that? Um, I didn't No, I wasn't really dating all that much in quarantine. And uh, as a matter of fact, I was trying to find myself a job in quarantine. I wasn't employed for a little bit. Right. And uh, so, you know, I wasn't really focused on, you know, dating. Uh, while I was unemployed, I was more, uh, I was more focused on uh, growing my YouTube channel growing my podcast you know what i mean because you know during quarantine everybody was just like on their grind i've seen people who have just been grinding through quarantine and just like coming out on top i'm just like damn man so you know while i'm on the pole, while i'm just sitting here at home man why don't i just start grinding building my youtube channel building my audience for my podcast and then you know, just you know so women wasn't really you know the uh priority during quarantine so got it okay I was curious about that because I, I totally did. I was totally outdating. Uh, there was plenty of women that were willing to break the rules. You know, there nothing was open, so it made hooking up easier. You know, it was just like COVID was a blessing, honestly. It was because <laughs> I've always yeah. been the guy where uh, I always 
was like, okay, women in, in the, in the book, uh, how to be a three percent man. He talks about how women will typically sleep with men by the second or third date on average. And so I was always like, yeah, I mean, pretty much the three date rule is pretty standard. Like most chicks won't put out till the third date. And so I never even really tried on the first and second dates, but during lockdown, I would meet a chick out, uh, in public. I would say, Hey, let's, uh, let's go grab takeout tacos and let's go to the park and I'll smuggle a bottle of wine or something. And, you know, we can sit by the river and chat and, uh, and then we maybe go for a walk afterwards. And then the second date, I would say, Hey, why don't you come over to my place and I'll cook you dinner. And then it was just on, you know, like it was just so easy. Mm-hmm. That was like, this is crazy. You know, this is so easy. Like, why haven't I been doing this the whole time? It's crazy. Um, so I was curious if you did any of that. And, and <laughs> Damn, man. If you know how to get in, if you know how to get down to the kitchen, man, if you know how to get down to the kitchen and you invite a woman over, yeah, she'll be, yeah. If you know how to get down to the kitchen, not a lot of men know how to cook. I'm not so, even that great of a cook. Crazy, man. <laughs> <laughs> not even that great of a right. cook, but whatever. Don't, hey, Sometimes, sometimes I will go, sometimes I go to the store and I get myself some oven pizza, spoon the oven. Hey, you want to come over? Yeah, sure. Yeah. There you go. Dude. Um, there you yeah. go. Um, I also thought during quarantine, yeah, during quarantine, I think, um, my opinion, it opened up a lot of people's eyes, man, because that just shows you, um, you know, how unprepared a lot of people were financially, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, that's why you saw a lot of people struggling and, you know, a lot of people still issue for them stimulus checks. And it's just like, yo, man, it's like you really have to get your stuff together, you know, just in case if, you know, they want to shut, if they want to do this shit again, if they want to shut this shit down again, you really got to, you know, you really got to get yourself together. So I think the quarantine, the pandemic opened up a lot of people's eyes to say, hey, Maybe I should start, you know, working on a trade, you know, getting my LLC, you know, you know, doing my own shit. So that way I could be financially well off. Right. So, yeah, yeah know, that, to me, that's just, yeah. I was going to say, that's a, that's a really good point. And I actually, uh, so why, when I was growing mm-hmm. up, my mom, uh, my mom was a nurse and she was mm-hmm. very adamant about uh, my brother and I finding uh careers that were what she referred to as recession proof. Right. So she was like, Mm. she's like, you know, I got into healthcare because there's always going to be sick people. You know, you guys should get into some kind of field that is always going to be needed. You know? So my brother became an auto mechanic. You're always going to have cars breaking Mm -hmm. down. I got into Mm -hmm. information technology because, you know, the world was going into computers and I was like, well, people are always going to need computer stuff. So I did that. Mm -hmm. But then when, when COVID happened, uh, it added another layer to that that I, t- I I pointed out to my kids. I said, "You guys need to have mm-hmm. careers that, uh, if for whatever reason your job like got shut down because the government made you do it, you could do it on the side. You could do a side mm-hmm. hustle with it. So, like with my career, if I wanted mm-hmm. to, if I had to, I could go to my, all my neighbors and fix all their computers and get paid. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I could yeah. do a s- side hustle with with." my knowledge from, from my, my job, but some people's, some people that work in like the restaurant business, I mean, you can't go around and flip someone's burgers for them. You know, <laughs> it's just, that's, that's mm-hmm. not a, maybe not the best career choice, you know, in a, in a situation like that. So right. yeah, I, I, I told my kids like, you guys need to look at that layer too now, because that was never something I had to deal with growing up that the government picked 
like picked and choose which businesses would stay open, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah. Yeah. I I think you make a really great point with that. Um, Going back to dating though. Do you, I mean, you, you mentioned Rolo Tomasi. Um, Do you follow any like dating coaches in the space? Uh, Do you, I mean, you, Mm -hmm. you, you obviously uh, you do a lot of videos about Kevin Samuels. You talked about him a little bit. Like who do you, who do you Mm -hmm. follow in the space? Um, I follow a lot of people. Of course, Kevin Samuels, uh, Fresh and Fit. I don't know if you guys have seen uh, Fresh and Fit. They're popping right now. Fresh and Fit. Of course, Rolo Tomasi, AMS, Alpha Male Strategies, uh, Dr. BOA, right? Um, Steph is cold. You know, he's around the same age as me, right? But, you know, he's uh, very, very smart, very knowledgeable. Dude, uh, um, MJ Get Right, uh, FitX Fearless. And that's, I know I follow, I know I follow a lot more. Um, yeah, I follow a lot of uh, getting coaches in the space. So I also go out and I have my own experiences as well. And, you know, so I use the knowledge, you know, so when, when I speak, I speak from experience sure. in most of my videos. And so, you know, it's always nice to go out and have your own experience, you know, uh, use your knowledge to um, help other men grow as well. But I follow a lot of, uh, dating coaches in the space. So, do you ever do you ever watch uh, How to Beast on YouTube? How to Beast? Yeah, um, I watch I watch some of his videos, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, not all of them. But I, I am familiar. I am familiar with him. Um, I, I know him from uh, uh, Dave Parada. You mentioned yep. Dave Parada, right? Yeah, Dave yeah. You, you follow Dave Parada? Yeah, I follow, I follow Dave Parada. As a matter as a matter of fact, a few years ago. Um, I met him on Instagram, and that's when I, he was like doing his, uh, you know, dating coach texting thing or what have you. And so that's what that's what happened. And so, uh, yeah, that's where I met him from like a like a long time ago. I was just looking like through like my text messages. I was like, dang, it's like I talked to this dude like three or four years ago, man. But now he's very successful, man. So yeah, but, of, um, he had a book. I think his first book was Conversation Casanova or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, so yeah, he was on the podcast and, uh, yeah. And that's one of the things that he and I were talking about is how, you know, if you just, if you watch these videos, you watch these coaches, you listen to my podcast, you, uh, you read books mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then that's all you do. It's all just theory. You know, like if you have to go out and try mm-hmm. some of this stuff out and see what yeah. works for you and see what does it. Cause not everything mm-hmm. works. Not everything works for everybody. Um, in fact, right. So I, I talk a lot about mm-hmm. Corey, Corey Wayne in this podcast, and he even says it in his book. You know, he got a lot of his stuff from this guy called Doc Love. Doc Love was a radio host, and mm-hmm. he said, you know, he even says it in the book. He's like, I found a lot of the stuff that Doc said not to work. It's like, well, it worked for Doc Love, but yeah, it doesn't work for Corey Wayne. So some stuff Corey Wayne teaches mm-hmm. didn't work for me. You know, so I follow a bunch of different teachers. You know, and it's it's just important to like. Mm-hmm take something that's useful and then go out and practice it. And if you don't practice it, you're not actually going to get that experience. Right. Right. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta take action. Man. That's what it is. You know, like you said, you know, sitting there listening to somebody watching videos, reading books, that's all just theory, but ain't none of that. None of that shit even matters. If you don't go out into the world and have your own experience, right. We're not going to have the same experience. I'm not going to have the same experience you're going to as you're going to, right? But you know, it's all about what works for you. 
and what doesn't. And what works for you, you teach, right? And hopefully you can motivate someone to have the same goals as you. And, you know, that's all you could hope for. Right? I just don't get it, Paul. I, I just don't get how some people have such bad experiences to the point where they just hate women. I don't, I don't know, like, what's the deal? Because, you know, a lot of men, a lot, I, I, I'm going to tell you, man, a lot of men in the space, you guys, some of you guys do that admit that you have a hatred towards women. And I, and I hear it in the tones of your guys' voice and the way that you guys teach these young men talking about never get married. <laughs> you can get married. It's doable, but you guys got to know exactly what you're doing. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't get it. What drives men off the deep end to teach other men that women are the root of all evil? They're out to take your money. I just... I, I just, I just never got it, man. How some people have this, that that bad of an experience with women. Well, you haven't been married, and you haven't had a woman take all your money, have you? Because <laughs> I have. No, never. Because I have. And that, mm-hmm. but, but see, I'm not, I'm not anti-marriage, really. I'm, uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I could do it again. Uh, but I, but I've learned a lot from my marriage that failed, and my ex-wife was one of those traditional women that was like, Mm -hmm. you know, she, she did whatever she could do to not work. And I should have seen, Mm -hmm. I should have seen these little red flags from the beginning, but you know, a lot of guys get, you know, these rose colored glasses when they start dating a woman and they start overlooking certain red flags. And I've learned since then not to overlook red flags and that's made a world of difference. And uh, yeah. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I was married for 14 years and I ended up having to pay my ex-wife $20,000 a year for five years, just in alimony. And that's not including child support. So, um, and she, she, she's a tactician, my ex-wife. And I don't hate my ex-wife. I dislike her strongly, but I don't, (laughs) I don't hate her. Um, She, she's a tactician. She's smart. She like, she studied the law. So she waited until January of 2014 to file because there was a new alimony law that was going to be put in effect in Colorado. And she wanted to take advantage wow. of that new alimony law where they, they implemented this new formula. And so, yeah, I mean, she's, she's smart and, you know, she got, she got that out of me and there's nothing I could do about it. My lawyer was like, look, you didn't have a prenup. So, the best we can do is try to negotiate this down, but she's going to get it because the state has a law that says, mm-hmm. you know, and, it, and it's not women get money. It's the larger breadwinner has to pay the lower breadwinner at this amount of dollars based on this formula. So, I mean, you know, sometimes I get women in the comments saying, well, you know, sometimes women have to pay out money too. Yeah, but it's rare because most women marry. Very rare. Yeah. <laughs> Most women marry up. Marry. And that's, it's, that's hypergamy and that's how it is. So, um, so yeah, I mean, like I, I'm not anti-marriage. Like I could totally do it again. Uh, at when I got divorced, I was pretty bitter towards the idea of marriage uh, at that time. And if you asked me then, I would have been like, I'm never getting married again. I wasn't anti-woman though. Like I wasn't like, I will mm-hmm. never date again. Oh, I'm just gonna be single forever. It was like, no, I'll date you know, I'll have a girlfriend and, you know, I can go steady with, with a chick, but I'm never going to actually, you know, sign a piece of paper again. So that was my philosophy. I'm, I'm still like a, a woman would really have to bring a lot to the table for me to want to pull that trigger again. And even then I'd have stipulations, but I'm not anti-marriage at all, <laughs> you know? So. Mm, absolutely. Paul. Yeah. yeah. 
come to think of it, I did have an experience. I lied to you, brother. I apologize. I did have an experience a long time ago, back in 2017. I believe I told you guys a story in our group chat that kind of like, you know, fucked me up mentally where a woman faked her pregnancy on me. Ooh, right? Where yeah. a woman faked, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if I told you guys a full, but you know, to make a, to make a long story short, I was, date, I was dating this woman and uh, yeah, she, she basically she basically faked a pregnancy on me. The night that we got together, she was engaged, but she had told me that she had broke up with her ex. And I was like, all right, cool, fine, and phenomenal. And I was at Job Corps at the time. For those of you guys who don't know what Job Corps is, it's a free school run by the government. You guys go there to free school, you learn about all these trades and stuff like that. I was there, right? And so, uh, so yeah, she did that. She said, oh, no, 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 I broke up, I broke up with my ex. You know, we're not together anymore. I was like, all right, cool, phenomenal, awesome. So we started dating. Two weeks later, her ex comes, right? <laughs> her ex comes to Job Corps, starts a whole, starts a lot of commotion, comes up to me and says, hey, you dating my girl. I said, what? I said, uh, she told me that yeah, you guys broke up. Nah, man, she never broke up with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's basically what it comes down to, man. And then whenever I, and then uh, there's a lot of red flags, man. Then whenever I confronted her about it, she lied. You know, she was like, oh, no, I, you know, I think he's lying to you. You know, I already broke it off. You know, he's still in love with me. I, there was a lot of times I should have left off, but I didn't. The final, yeah, the final straw was she faked the pregnancy on me. But, you know, before that, you know, I found out whenever she went home to Fresno, when I was, you know, went home to Turlock, you know, she was messing around with him, right? And I didn't believe it at first. And, you know, people sent me, like, videos and pictures. And whenever I, I confronted her again about it, she goes, oh, wait, no, I mean, and uh, I was like, that. It's like, I have video and picture proof right here. You're going to sit and lie to me about it. And then, you know, that's whenever she said, oh, I'm pregnant and it's your baby. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, man. But I was, I was done. And so after that, after that whole situation, I was damn man, like I don't want to deal with women ever, ever again. And then I thought to myself, hey, you know what? That's just one bad experience. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not yeah, all yeah, women yeah. are like that. And so, you know, I just started, you know, I just started getting out and, uh, you know, dating and what have you. And, you know, I started learning about, you know, female nature. So when I found uh, the red pill, you know, as people would say, I started watching AMS and stuff that's cold and stuff like that. And, you know, I was just, hey, you know what? That's just how women move, man. That's just female. That's just female nature. You know, you guys could either, you know, accept it or you guys could be angry about it. Yeah, man, that's just what it is, man. I don't know if, uh, and if you guys out there have ever had a woman fake a pregnancy on you, right? And I so, wild, man, I thought, I, I thought, you know, I was the only one. You have? You have? Yeah, in high school. Uh, my So, I had two major, uh, two major girlfriends in high school. Uh, and the second one... Every time we were about ready to, every time we were about ready to break up, you know, mm -hmm. and it happened twice. So she, she was like, I, I, I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant Yeah. And so, to try to keep me around. And uh, the right. first time, it, first time it worked, the second time I was like, you know, when, when it came to the fact that she wasn't pregnant, I was like, we're done. We're fucking done. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not dealing with mm -hmm. this shit anymore. Yeah. And I, you know, so I, luckily it never got to a point where she was like actually pregnant and tried to like, blame me you know and try to get money out of me or anything mm -hmm. like that she was just doing it to try to keep me around and she was just a liar about it so would you say that that gal is the one that mm -hmm. sort of brought you into the red pill because i feel like it's 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 always at least one it's always one woman that makes guys want mm -hmm. to figure out the 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 psychology of women and for me 
Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. For me, it wasn't. Absolutely. Yeah, it that was, one girl. Then you know, yeah. and uh, yeah. I was gonna say that uh, for me, a couple it of other women as well. Yeah, for yeah. me, it wasn't my ex-wife. Um, I I got done with that. Mm-hmm. I was a little bit bitter, but I just went out dating. For me, what really caused me to want to learn this stuff was my relationship after my marriage. So I dated a gal for four mm-hmm. and a half years after that. And that chick, man, I was madly in love with her. I was like simp galore. I bought her flowers every month for four and a half years, had them sent to her work and shit. And when that fizzled out and I realized that all the flower buying didn't mean anything at the end of the day. And then I was like, I was, I went back on the dating circuit again. And then I was like, I couldn't keep a chick around for more than like three or four dates. I was like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? You know, like why, why is like none of the stuff that they teach us in Hollywood working? And so that's when I really just right. decided to dive, you know, deep into the stuff. And you, you have a your heart broken so bad you start an international podcast. I don't know, like <laughs> right. And then you get people talking about men who hurt you. Right? Yeah, women did. <laughs> yeah, they're like who hurt you. Yeah, exactly. It'd be like, I'm going to take a guess. You know what I mean? It was crazy because, you know, I haven't thought about that situation in so long. And it kind of like escaped, it's kind of like escaped my mind. But, you know, you know, going back to it, man, that's just, that, that, that was, that was a time for me, man. But, you know, you, uh, the more experience you get, you know, you tend to forget about those bad experiences, man. You only focus on the good experiences and then, you know, you teach off of those good experiences. But, you know, I get a lot of, you know, who hurt you as well, right? A lot of yeah. women in my comment section. Yeah, women fighting my DMs on Instagram. Talking about, hey, who hurt you? And it's like, I don't even remember no more. I don't even know. <laughs> like, I, don't even, I don't even know. That was a uh, uh, past experience, man. That was my first question to Black Spider Guy uh, yeah. when I had about it. I said, I said, my first question who is, hurt? who hurt you? <laughs> yeah. Just as a joke. Yeah. Of course. It's just dumbass hey, question. It's yeah. a dumbass question. It's not like like women haven't been fucking hurt. Like, come on. We've all right. been hurt in relationship at some point. That's a dumb question. I'm telling you, I've seen I've seen your TikTok. I've seen your TikTok too. That TikTok of you responding to a woman who said who hurt you. Yeah. And you're like, man, it's like the dumbest question <laughs> in the world. And I started cracking my ass up. Oh man. Well, the funny thing is, uh, on my my original TikTok account, I used to get that all the time because every once in a while I, I would do like a real like red pill type post. And it's mm-hmm. always on the red pill type stuff where you talk about women's nature that mm-hmm. women respond with who hurts you. It's like mm-hmm. women doing this shit, you know, I mean, exactly. <laughs> it's just, exactly. And it's crazy. It's crazy, Paul, because whenever women get up on social media platforms and talk about all the bad experiences they've had with men and stuff like that, I don't see any men in the comments talking about, girl, who hurt you? Right. I think I'm going <laughs> right. to start doing that. I'm going to start. I'm just going to follow like yeah. feminists and go, who hurt you? No. <laughs> as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, I have a TikTok video work. And I posted it a couple of days ago, Paul. And I said, yo, all my ladies, I have a simple question to ask you. Who hurt you? I saw that one. Yeah. Nobody responded. No response. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody commented. <laughs> but gonna, it's crazy yeah. because after this, I'm going to do what? Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> hey, it's crazy because anytime I ask the men something, every time I ask the men something on TikTok, right? You know, 
um, you know, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of women in the comments and stuff like that talking, you know, trash and men or what have you. But anytime I ask the women something, man, they don't respond. But most of the time it's backwards. Sometimes whenever I ask uh, the women something, there's like a whole bunch of men in the comments. And you could already tell, you know, just by the way people respond, which men are like really hurt by women, really angry and upset with women. You know, I'll ask the lady something. Um, I don't know if you saw it, but uh, I was like a couple of weeks ago. I asked, I asked women, I said, ladies, um, why do you guys wait till after you get ranted by Chad, Tyrone, Pookie, Ray Ray, and my neighbor Jerome to finally settle down with that nice guy? There was hardly any women in the comments, just a bunch of men. I'm just like, damn, I was like, fellas, how was that anytime I ask you guys a question? You guys don't want to answer, but anytime I ask these women a question, you guys are quick to answer. Pretty soon, I'm going to start saying, ladies only, if you are a man, do not answer for a woman, women yeah. can speak for themselves. But I already, but here's the thing, I already can tell, man, if I ask the women something and nobody's in my comment section, but that, that tells you a lot. <laughs> right. The that, silence that, is definite. That tells you a lot. But I think, but yeah, you should definitely go to a lot of these feminist pages, man, and ask them, miss, with all due respect, who hurt you? <laughs> who hurt you? I'm, not, I'm, I'm one of those uh, do one to other people, so I'm not going to do that, but I think that's funny if other people do that. Let me ask you a, a question here. We're, we're coming up on an hour, so uh, we'll wrap up after this. But uh, so, so when Chuck gave me your phone number, he was telling me that, you know, you guys have been in contact for a while and he says that you live in like a small town. Like mm-hmm. how, I live in a small town too. I live in a, a Western Colorado. Uh, the closest like big city is an hour from me. Um, is that right. like your situation? Are you in a real small town? Um, I live in, I live in Sirius, California and, uh, the closest, uh, city to me, that's like 10 minutes away. Everybody knows about it. It's Modesto, Modesto, California. Oh, so, and, but it's only, it's only 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only, yeah, it's only 10 minutes away. But oh, yeah, where, well, like where I'm, yeah, well, where I'm located, yeah, but you know, like where, as far as where I live, I live out in the middle of nowhere, man. I live on a farm, but you know, the closest city to me is uh, Modesto, and that's like not too far away. So, so you live on a farm. I was going to ask that because sometimes you'll you'll do your TikToks, and I hear like chickens and shit in the background. And I'm like, what the yeah. fuck is he doing? Like, are are you like a ranch hand? Like, what do you do? <laughs> oh no, man. Um, no, I live with my family. I live with my parents. And, you know, every now and then I wake up early and I would just tend to the animals, man. I'll feed the animals and, you know, just, you know, make videos and stuff like that, which is crazy because a lot of people, you know, instead of focusing on the message, they focus on my freaking roosters in the back. I'm just like, damn, I got to start doing videos from, like, from my room or like from my garage. But yeah, man, I live on a farm. I just tend to my animals and stuff like that. So, yeah. <laughs> Very peaceful, though, man. Hey, do, hey, look, if I go... If I, yeah, you know what I mean? If I, if, you know, sometimes I go, I film my videos like in the backyard, man. It's just, sometimes it's like very peaceful. You hear like the birds chirping and stuff like that. I'm sure you've seen like some of my videos, you know, it's very peaceful. It's very nice to like go out and like record videos and stuff. Cause there's something about like being outside, yeah. with nature. You know, I like to go hiking too. You know what I mean? So, you know, there's something about, you know, being out with nature, you know, it kind of clears your mind. And, you know, you start asking questions, you know, and it's just like, dang, man. You just started thinking about some and some stuff. You, you you know what I mean? And then you know you just like put it on video. You just like, hey man, I got some life changing things. I got some life changing. Uh, I got life changing message for you. 
guys, you know, or here's a question that I've been thinking about. I want you guys to answer. I don't know. This is something about nature that's, um, you know, to clears your mind and stuff like that. I like it. But uh, what is, uh, but I have a question. I have a question. You said that Chuck spoke very highly of me. I want to know exactly what he said. I want to know, well, what, what did he say? He said he spoke very highly of me. I want to know exactly what he said. Well, he just, I mean, uh, I'm just I try to think of it, if there's anything like specific. He was just like, you know, J-Rudd, he's, uh, you know, he's real down to earth. He has a lot of good, you know, positive content and it, just stuff like that. I mean, it wasn't anything specific, but. Man, she's been <laughs> phenomenal because, you know, whenever, yeah, because because whenever he hit me up, he's like, yeah, I spoke very highly of you on the, uh, on the Mom Man podcast. I was like, oh, shoot. Oh saying? yeah, for that, <laughs> for that you're gonna have to uh, you're gonna have to tune in for that. <laughs> and that's, and that's what's up, man. And that's what's up. I'm like, what? I'm like, what is? What like where is it going? Because it's weird. Because you know, I haven't really had anyone like speak like very you know highly of me. Yeah. In a way, you, you know what I mean. But I, that's just I don't know. That's just like from my experience, you know. Because you know, you know, uh, when I was young, you know, I used to get picked on a lot of what have you. So, you know, I'm not used to like people like saying, you know, nice things about me. So, you know, whenever I hear somebody saying nice things about me, I'm just like, what are they saying? Yeah. <laughs> what exactly, what exactly did they say? But that's nice, man. That's nice. Well, I mean, yeah, your, your content, I mean, every once in a while, you'll just ask blanket questions like women who hurt you or men, why do you think women just want you for your money or something like that? But every once in a while, like you'll have right. a real positive message for guys you know like you know stuff like mm -hmm. don't don't give up and you know just it's just a real it, there's so much negativity on the internet that it's refreshing oh yeah when someone puts something positive out there so i'll say that absolutely and check and, and check this out paul man i'm be i'm gonna be straight up on this with you i'm thinking about when i'm i'm thinking about kind of moving away from like the dating and relationship videos and start putting out like more positive content for men, you know, kind of like the videos that I posted this morning. I yeah. mean, yeah, it's cool to talk about women and stuff like that. But, you know, how many times are you going to sit there and tell men, stop leading with money, lead with your personality and stuff? Sometimes, you know, you just got to mix it up, you know? So, uh, so I I'm, I'm moving towards like positive, you know, never give up. Um, I posted a, I posted a TikTok today talking about uh, patience is a virtue. And it's a really, uh, it's a really nice characteristic trait for a lot of men, especially for men to have patience, right? I yeah. tell them, don't rush, you know what I mean? Don't rush things, right? Don't rush things, don't force things that are not there. Sometimes you just gotta uh, let things happen organically, right? You gotta have to, you got you have to let things happen organically. Now that does not mean that you just sit on your ass and wait for something to fall off the sky and land right there in your left. You still gotta grind. You still gotta bust your ass, you still gotta put in work each and every single day. But understand that one day your hard work is going to pay off, right? And you might just get everything that you want. So this time you'll be ready for, it, right? And a lot of people, I just feel as if a lot of men too, you know, they want uh, success so bad and they want to rush things and they know. And when you rush things, that means that you're willing to do anything, <laughs> right? Attention seekers, you're willing to make yourself look like a damn fool just for some fame. It's like, ah, and uh, slow down, you know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. there's a lot of people right now, a lot of celebrities right now, young, around my age, millions of dollars. And mm, <laughs> you know you know what I mean? And you could already tell, you know, a lot of people are not really ready to, you know, handle that level of fame. 
handle that kind of money because, you know, they're kind of like thrown into the industry and they kind of rush into it. They really don't have anybody, uh, any mentors. And if they do, you know, they probably don't listen to them, but they really don't have any mentors to say, hey, this is the industry. This is what you need to watch out for. This is exactly what you need to do. And that's what my message is. Uh, now, you know, I'm going to start putting out more content. This is, hey, listen to your elders. Listen to people who are older than you, right? Listen to people who are older than you so that way they can guide you in the right direction. I'm listening to a guy. His name is uh, Kwame Brown, right? Kwame Brown. And uh, he was a first-round draft pick in 2001. And, um, of course, it, he's, been, uh, he's been in the league for 20 years, and people just have been talking trash about him. But, you know, he recently came out, and he just, you know, started, you know, destroying all of his haters and stuff like that. But he also has a really positive message for the youth. Right. You know, young guys who are my age and younger. And that's where I got it from. That's uh, that's one of his messages, you know, is that we need to get back to the elders. We need to start listening to people who are older than us. Right. So that way they could teach us exactly how to navigate through life. Right. Because a lot of elders, you know, they make the same mistakes that, you know, us guys have made. But, you know, a lot of us, a lot of us young guys, man, let's keep it, we really don't want to listen. You know what I mean? We really don't want to listen. You know, we're young. We got a lot of money. Um, and, you know, we just, I, I got to listen to nobody. And, you know, that's what really fucks a lot of young men up, man. As You know, it's crazy. And we just got to get back to the elders, man. We just got to get back to the elders. That's why I listen to, uh, you know, people who are older than me. I listen to Kwame Brown. Yeah. I listen to you. You're older than me. You know what I mean? I uh, like to, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, you get so much, you know, you, yes, you got so much wisdom, man. There's so You can learn something from everybody. Right. No matter how old you are, man, you can, I can learn some I can learn some things from people who are younger than me. But, oh, you know, it, yeah, you know what I mean? So it's always nice to, you know, get a different perspective on certain things, man. But most importantly, we got to get back to the elders, man. Y'all got to start listening to people who are older than you. So that's just basically what it comes down to, man. And, um, yeah, I do agree that uh, to. Um, they're trying to feminize men. They're trying to turn us all into women and put us all into dresses and stuff like that. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm being, I'm being, that's it. Yeah, you just, just look around, man. Just, just go outside and look around. It's everywhere, right? It's everywhere. And a lot of men wonder why a lot of women don't respect them. It's because a lot of you guys are acting like women. Point blank here. A lot of you guys are acting like women. And that's why a lot of men, a lot, that's why a lot of women don't respect you. Unless these women are lesbians, they don't want to date you. Okay, they don't want to date a woman. <laughs> they don't want a man that they don't want to date a man that acts like a woman. And we just gotta we just gotta look to our elders, man, like real men. You know what I mean? That's going to teach you guys exactly how to be men, a positive role model for uh, a positive role model for these young guys, man. Uh, you know, like I said, get a trade, start a business, get an LLC, figure out what your purpose is, and you know, go from there. I know I'm rambling, but I mean. <laughs> That's good. That's all good stuff. Um, and I think we should uh, we should end it on that high note. Uh, so tell us, Jay Rudd, where can everybody find you on the internet? Um, if you guys want to subscribe to my YouTube channel, it's Jay Rudd, capital J, capital R, lowercase U D. Um, if you guys want to subscribe to my second YouTube channel, that's Jay Rudd Music. That's where all my drum covers go. It's just Jay Rudd Music. And if you guys want to subscribe to my third YouTube channel for my podcast i'm going to start putting up my podcast episodes on that it's the j rudd's world podcast uh if you guys want to follow me on instagram it's at j rudd i'm on i'm on a lot of platforms man if you guys want to follow me on tiktok I'm killing it on tiktok 
shout out to all you guys from TikTok. It's uh, at jrud1997. That's my TikTok. And if you guys want to uh, follow me on Clapper, we're on Clapper. Right? Clapper's a really good app. If you guys want to follow me on Clapper, it's at jrud as well. So that's all my social media. So I'll, I'll put, a, I'll put yeah, all this man. in the show And yeah, be sure to listen to the podcast, guys. Yeah, yeah. Put a, put, and be sure to listen to my podcast, man. New episodes are coming out um, every Thursday, 8 o'clock in the morning, 11 o'clock if you guys are living on the East Coast. Yeah, some really good stuff, man. Um, I keep it real from a young man's perspective. And I'm 24 years old. I'm young. I don't know everything. I'm still learning. But, you know, that's just what life is all about, man. It's going through life and learning new things. For sure, listen to the podcast. For sure, man. All right, dude. It was good having you on. I will chat with you later. Thank you, sir. J-Rudd, thanks for coming on the podcast. I appreciate it, brother. You know what I forgot at the beginning of the episode? I forgot to tell you guys to make sure that you subscribe on your favorite podcast platforms of choice and you give us five-star reviews because it helps more than you know. And I also forgot to tell you guys that if you're watching on YouTube, to make sure you subscribe and hit those notifications. God, I hate when I do that. I hate when I do that. Anyway, I hope you guys got something good out of this episode. And uh, that's all I got for this week. So we will see you next Monday. Peace out. Thank you for listening to Come On, Man. If you're new to the podcast, I highly recommend reading How to Be a 3% Man by Corey Wayne at least 10 to 15 times. I recommend you watch his coaching videos on YouTube, and I recommend that you engage with other 3% men in our 3% Man Facebook group. Links to all of these are in the show notes. If you like this episode, please give us a good rating on your podcast platform of choice and share with all of your bros. Now go out and get it.